Welcome, everyone, to Uppy in the Stash. I am your host, Uppy. With me tonight, let's see, we'll start with Beardo. Beardo, how are you? Fan-fucking-tastic. Awesome. And making his triumphant return, new daddy himself, Chitwood is here. Chitwood, how are you? We're back, and we're doing fucking fantastic. And I can almost, so do we have to call, can almost see the whites of his eyes. Almost. Almost. <laughs> do we have to call Chitwood daddy now? No, we never called Stash that, no matter how many times he insisted. We daddy, <laughs> you will call me Daddy. <laughs> daddy Chitwood. <laughs> All right, let's start with beverages. I don't think Beardo's drinking, from what I could tell. I think he has water. I do. So I've been on quarantine this week, and oh. so, yeah, it sucked. I'm fine. I just had some incidental contact with someone. And so I was told to go home, which has been fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't want to be drinking late at night, wake up in the morning and feel like shit and be like, oh, no, I got the COVID. So I'm refraining from alcohol right now. I love how you say it like it's the, <laughs> the runs or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got the COVID and it's just in the nuts. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. All right. Chitwood, what do you got? I just imagine when he said he just, uh, a couple things, you know, running around inside his body, you know, tearing up a storm, the COVIDs. Um, Wreaking havoc on his insides. Yeah. Um, I have been really addicted to um, this new light Blue Moon beer. It's called uh, Blue Moon Light Sky. Honestly, think I was drinking this last time I was on, um, mm-hmm. but it's, you know, it's super light. It's 4%. But it has 95 calories, 3.6 carbs. What that means, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but I do feel like an asshole drinking it, but I feel like it's less on my gut. So um, I, it's good. It's a good light beer. I would give it a try. It's pretty fucking expensive, though. It's 17 bucks for 12 um, And if you're paying for a light beer, you're probably not thinking you're going to spend that much. But um the taste is actually pretty good so um i wouldn't recommend too many light beers this one i would how are you gonna get a dad bod drinking light beers too oh the problem is i've been preparing for the dad bod for quite some time now (laughs) so it's more so along the lines yeah it's more along the lines of you know keeping the dad bod and not letting it transform into a danny devito bod Mm. Uh, yeah Okay. Because okay. I'm I'm pretty small and I get round. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> so, I I got a beer. I've been holding on this one for a while. It's called Double Home Style. It's a double IPA. And the reason why I got it is because it comes from I think Bearded Irish, Bearded Iris Brewing in Tennessee. <laughs> we had a uh, we meaning myself stash in uh, Pennsylvania had one of their beers and beer week and it was awesome so when i had the chance to get some more double or some bearded iris beer i was like i'm gonna do it so cheers fellas oh, not bad not bad at all out of five at least a three and a half at least so um with the words of bam majera uh merry christmas you little jerks um christmas is coming up this will come out obviously a few days before, but we're going to talk Christmas uh, unless Chitwood wants to tell us all about his 
early adventures of fatherhood. You want to start off with that and then get yeah, into Christmas? I think we'll do definitely both. But okay. yeah, no, it's uh, it's been a, a whirlwind for sure. I think um, we are in two weeks now. Two, two weeks, weeks I think two weeks. The seventh, the seventh to now. Uh, so yeah, just about. You know, we're in the second week, I guess you could say. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's been fun. You know, I, I was able to, you know, I took off the first full week, a couple mm-hmm. days of it uh, from work. A couple days of it was spent in the hospital, actually one total day. Um, but leading up to, you know, this is our first child. We didn't exactly know what to expect. We actually went to the hospital the night before and mm-hmm. got sent home because she wasn't really close at this point and you know that was kind of weird because it was like I'm looking at my wife in pain and then she's Mm -hmm. like this is happening and then the the doc Mm -hmm. comes in they're like nah (laughs) it's not happening (laughs) which you get to go chill so uh we were we initially went there at I think 10 at night Mm -hmm. didn't leave triage until like four in the morning Uh, so we were actually at the hospital for six hours and then they sent us home she labored all day at home we went on a nice big walk Uh, i think i made her a nice big breakfast and um she started to feel pains more throughout the day and then um we got admitted to the hospital, I think around six that, that next day. So we were in the hospital back to back days. It was kind of nice though. Cause I got to figure we, you know, I, I got to get the lowdown on like where we were going. Like, I'm pretty sure we went through the emergency room the first time <laughs> and they're like, nah, you don't go through here. Um, took us up the service <laughs> elevator, all that kind of stuff. Um, but, um, yeah, I know labor went, went, the delivery went smooth um recovery has been good um i think she was pushing up for about two hours and you know it's uh it's quite quite the thing it's a miracle for sure (laughs) i watched the entire thing i was there the entire way so um but yeah it was pretty interesting too that they gave they took a COVID test for her, but did not give me a COVID test. Hmm. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Right. And for the, for the, from what I understand is if she would have tested positive, I would have had to leave. Oh. But, I'm, but I'm like, you wouldn't have wanted to test either of us first. And <laughs> we didn't get tested until like three hours into being there too. Oh, so wow. it was, it was, it was interesting. Um, but I mean, they they were good people. They they did a good job with us. And um, outside a little jaundice, he's been little baby Chase has been um, pretty darn healthy. And he's been sleeping. He's been pooping, mm-hmm. and it's been good. You know, we got to, got to bond with baby for a solid week. Um, this week was easy at work, so. I didn't really feel the need to take it off and we'll have two more weeks over the holidays to, to bond. So, um, I feel fortunate and being able to have so much time off where I really don't even have to take it. So, um, I'm going to use that to my advantage. Nice. Uh, how did yeah. they keep the climate inside of the maternity ward? 
And I'll tell you why I asked. I'm just, I want to know. Um, they did, I thought they did a pretty good job. Um, there, there's a waiting room outside of, um, outside of the triage area, I guess you would say. Mm -hmm. And, um, unless you had a reason you weren't coming in, um, I don't know if that's how it always is, but, um, it, it seemed pretty locked down. Everybody had on masks, um, obviously. Um, once you were inside your room, you could mm -hmm. take off your mask. Um, but if anybody entered, everybody always had to have a mask on um, while um, people were in the room with you. Um, and the the environment was good. I mean... I have no complaints. Chilly? Was it hot? Like oh, oh, so that's actual, what you're asking. Yeah. The act, yeah, no, it was perfect. Like, <clears throat> imagine like the most perfect scenario. Like, especially the room too. We watched mm. the an episode of Friends, the 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 pregnancy one where they go into delivery and she, they get there and she looks at the uh, I guess receptionist and says hey i am here for my private room and they're like nah honey you're in your semi-private um we definitely got our private room uh it was nice the couch was nice um <laughs> it had a pull-out function but um the couch i thought was a little bit more cozy but it was the the temperature was perfect so that you could fall asleep anytime. Like mm. it was that nice temperature where it was not too hot, not too cold. It was like you put your head down, you're falling asleep. So I, I asked about that because like uh, obviously your son was born in December. Little Uppy was born in June. Her birthday is June 5th. And she was born on a 100-degree day. And, um, the reason why I point that out is because um, she was born at doctor's uh hospital in modesto and they kept it frigid in there like mm. it was so cold that when i left the hospital to go walk down to wendy's to get something to eat real quick it was a hundred plus and it felt nice outside yeah. <laughs> like it was so cold inside that like uh it, it felt nice to go outside in the hundred plus degree heat and in fact, it was during the Stanley Cup playoffs, the Penguins were playing the the Sharks at the time. And I was like walking around, like in the hospital, like in my black Sidney Crosby jersey. Mm. And I wasn't too warm wearing that inside the hospital. It was amazing. <laughs> but Yeah. And for perspective, I mean, this was at Kaiser in Modesto mm -hmm. off uh, Dale. Okay. Right? Dale. So, yeah. I mean, I was actually born at Doctors. Um, so, I mean... Now that I think about it, there was one room that we were in where it's like there were only two temperatures, super, super hot, like the sun in uh, Antarctica. Um, but, um, but yeah, no, I mean, for the most part, it was pretty solid, pretty solid stay. Um, haven't gotten the bill yet, so don't exactly know what that is. But we did up, up the insurance before. Nice. Um, and open enrollment. So hopefully, you know, that takes care of a decent majority of it because we were on the basic bitch plan for the past three years and we're like, ah, eh, that's not going to cut it for. <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you. Forward. I totally did the bronze play in the last four years until I got this new job. <laughs> so yeah. I know exactly what you mean. And uh, speaking of solid, enjoy those poops now. 
because they're nice because once they do become solid they start smelling and then it's a completely different world like those poop diapers now are actually um a walking no they're chill that's like four you know 45 seconds minute and a half cuckoo kachoo it's done you know (laughs) so i i know it's going to change at some point but it'll be a while yeah you got time you got time like the sleep part's the hardest right now um because, as you know, they just lay there. And they just lay there until they're about six months old. And then they start crawling. Then you have to kind of start giving a shit. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, no, didn't, I, we didn't baby-proof anything. You know, a little up he survived. So I wouldn't go too overboard with baby-proofing. Just don't be a terrible parent. You'll be all right. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I got a couple drawers that I guess I could. But, I mean... Nah. We'll, we'll sleep on it for a couple for a couple months. Yeah, we we had a drawer in our kitchen that has some of the more sharper stuff that we put a lock on, and she would figure out how to undo it. Mm-hmm. The fact that it still has a lock on it amazes me. We're just lazy, I guess, because <laughs> it's not hasn't kept her out in years. But so does it? Is are you guys still in the same house? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it does it still have the lock on it? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> it's just three screws. I mean, it wouldn't really be much to get rid of it. <laughs> you know, we'll excuse you if you want to go do it and then take care of it right now. <laughs> no, nah, maybe tomorrow. <laughs> I'm a procrastinator. We'll do it before but, you move. Yeah. But yeah, so that, it's been good. Fatherhood has been okay. good. Um, it's weird calling myself a dad, uh, calling him my son. Uh, I don't know. It's, a, it's an adjustment, um, but it's it's fun. Um and you know, like you said, it's it's kind of boring at times. Right now, it's like okay, we put him down, and it's like okay, do we just stare at him now? Uh, <laughs> yeah, so stare at the cuteness, I guess, and give him a million kisses. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it's we're having fun. So good, good. That's that's what you're supposed to do. Um, so right off the bat, I mean, he's, he's got the quickest path to Christmas ever. He just has to wait a few weeks. Um, just the guy got the quickest uh, Father's Day. I only had to be a father for two weeks. <laughs> uh, it is quite possible he's not getting gifts. Um, he's not going to know the difference. Anyway. Who gives no, uh, yeah, no. Like this tree is <clears throat> not – I don't think he's going to have any gifts. He got the gift of life. I think that's good enough for for um, his for baby's first Christmas. Yeah, he's coming into a world where there's gonna be a Democrat president. I mean, yeah, he'll get everything handed to him. More all the gifts he needs. Um, so Christmas is here, and we're gonna have a few quick Christmas topics, and we're gonna get to football. Um, first Christmas related subject, and we're gonna start with um, I think our favorite, and that's food. So we're gonna start with Beardo. Uh, Christmas meal. What gets you excited? What's your plan? Um, to be absolutely honest, my favorite Christmas meal is uh, some good old prime rib. So a few years ago, my mother-in-law started cooking prime rib for Christmas, and uh, I'm quite a fan of that. So that's that's what does it for me. Well, um, traditionally, the Uppy household was um, as basic as most most people are i guess not calling everyone basic bitches or anything but we we do the christmas ham and whatever goes Mm -hmm. with that um but 
but we we have moved up a tax bracket or two this year and we are jumping on that primary bandwagon this year so i was gonna say are you going to the honey spiralized ham not just the (laughs) the hormel not just the hormel you know peel it from the can ham (laughs) we're so rich we're not even high off the hog anymore we went straight to the cow so uh we're we're gonna do our first ever prime rib for christmas this year and we couldn't be any more excited about that so chitwood how about you christmas food um yeah no i'm definitely uh low on the hog still so uh (laughs) honey spiralized ham is where it is um you know i think there's a debate about whether you include pineapple or not um I say no pineapple, but that's just me. I um, wouldn't, but I wouldn't judge. It's not pizza. If, yeah, if it was pizza, I, I would judge you pretty harshly on that. But oh, I it's fucking really? love pineapple. I love pineapple. I'm I love pineapple that's a, on pizza, That's a too. debate for another time. And, and, and I can go with some pineapple on my ham as well. So. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'll take it off, and I'm not going to eat it with my ham. But, um, yeah, I'll just take, take a plate oh. of ham and is some mashed potatoes, sure. Um, so, but well, real quick, real quick. Pineapple on your ham is like the carb-free version of Canadian bacon pizza. and pineapple pizza. Yeah, so you know you got the you got the pig and you got the pineapple and you don't have the crust. It's yeah, I mean friendly. keto keto friendly. Um, yeah, no, I think we're gonna be developing a new tradition in the uh, Chitwood household, though. Um, following last year's trip to Munich, Germany. We fell in love with drinking hot mold wine called Glufein. Um, in terms of beverages, I guess would go along with food. We found a uh, supplier that has given us the ability to replicate almost to the tea, and I say that funny because um, it comes in a tea bag. Um, <laughs> but almost to the tea. Um, you mix two of these tea bags together, throw some sugar in there, so throw some oranges, uh, entire bottle of wine. You heat it up almost to boiling because you don't want to get rid of the fun stuff. Um, and, you know, it wouldn't be in my family anyways a holiday if you weren't drinking to not have to worry about the other family members. So, um yeah, this is some good stuff. And if anybody wants the recipe, um, I don't know. Look it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I uh, due to the new COVID restrictions, um, so I live in Stanislaus County. One of the beauties of that is uh, all my favorite breweries are all in the same county. And now they're offering home delivery. So next Tuesday, I got a four-pack of Diane Breed's 50-50 creamsicle ale showing up in my house. That might be my Christmas drink right there. Like, how much is that going to cost you for delivery? The, the delivery was actually included. I, as long as you spent a certain amount, um, I think delivery was included. So I, I just made sure I spent enough. Um, they can't be making money on that if they're not charging delivery. I don't care. Yeah. Not just my give phone. me my beer. Just give me my beer. <laughs> no, I mean, I got, I got like 40, almost 50 bucks worth of beer. So I think that, that kind of. One of the owners could just drop it off at his house on their way home. Cool talk, bro. I know. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, so next Christmas topic, uh, does anyone have a favorite Christmas classic movie they just have to watch even nowadays as an adult? And I'll start. I, I think, you know, we kind of have this conversation pre-recording. Um, I loved them all. That was one of the things I got excited about as a kid. Like my mom would thumb through the weekly TV guide that she'd get at the grocery store to find out when they were all coming on so she could VCR it, you know. Um, but thinking about it now, I think Frosty was my favorite. Um, there's not much I can add to that. It's just I, I think Frosty. Of all the Christmas specials, I think Frosty is my overall favorite. Are we talking cartoons only? As long as you don't pull Die Hard on me, I don't care. I've never even seen Die Hard. Neither have I, to be honest. Well, I'll go next because I think I'm afraid that Beardo might try to steal mine. Um, <laughs> yeah, because I was not thinking. I was not thinking uh, cartoons when you said uh, classics. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, I mean, it doesn't have to be cartoons. Just something that's like been around since like Dirt was young. Yeah, I mean, it maybe not Dirt was young, but. Uh, this is a classic in, in in many households that I know of, and I might be, you know, dirt, dirt, um, old as dirt is a different meaning to me than it might be to you guys, um, and it would be different to Dirty Dan as well if you're listening. Is 1990 shout, old as dirt to you? Shout out Dirty Dan, but um, uh, Lampoon's Christmas Vacation okay. is just okay. absolutely that, that qualifies. Yeah. You cannot get better than Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Um, shitters from Shitters Full to um, <laughs> Cousin Eddie telling Clark to buy himself something real nice <laughs> at Wally World using his own money as his for the gift. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's I, I I laugh every single time I you know I watch that movie every year. So <laughs> vacation. Okay, yep. Beardo, you got one? Yeah, I'm gonna go with. Um, well, I'm gonna pick two. I'm gonna break the rules a little sure, bit. Sure, why not? Um, Christmas. <laughs> okay, Sash. So I've I've always loved. Just make sure you give it a gold star. <laughs> <laughs> so this one I love with a gold star. It's uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Um, absolutely love it. Um, so that's a good one. Uh, but the one that I watch multiple times throughout the Christmas season is A Christmas Story. Um, mm, so yeah. I just absolutely love it. And it's it's super quotable. I mean, like, you'll shoot your eye out, kid. And, <laughs> you know, the the neighbor's dogs eating the turkey and having to pick the best Christmas tree. I mean, it's just a great, great movie. Christmas Story filmed in Cleveland, Ohio. And I only know this because you can't watch a Cleveland Browns home game in the month of December where they don't show the house at least once. Otherwise, I would not know it was filmed in Cleveland. So if you're going to find yourself <laughs> in Cleveland in a non-COVID time period you can actually go toward the house year-round. And I actually think I heard on Monday Night Football that you can actually even stay in the house. If you... I think you can rent it now, yeah. Yeah, Airbnb. I think it's Airbnb, yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, to go along with that, I, you know, I have not a Christmas story, but a story myself um, 
when I was younger, I had, I think it was either over at a friend's house or over, and I was like my house or something. And for some reason, there was a hammer inside of the freezer. I got dared okay. to lick the hammer. And <laughs> that hammer was readily attached to my tongue for uh, two hours before I think I was able to wiggle it off. Uh-huh. <laughs> and That's if you lovely. don't know what I'm talking about, I guess you got to go watch a Christmas story. <laughs> yep. But that scarred me as a as a child uh, watching that. I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So one of my kids is named uh, Clara, and it could very well be because of a Christmas story. Hey, I, I've known you for. Well, since Chitwood was in diapers, probably. Mm. I never knew that. I mean, not, I mean, yeah. she's 10, so, but still. <laughs> all, of all the True. teams we hang out and talk, I, I've never known that factoid, so God bless this podcast. <clears throat> it's, it's, um, it's either that or Nutcracker. Both of them Christmas stories. Both of them have a Clara in them, so hmm. could be either one. And I do love the Nutcracker, both the music and the ballet. Was there a Clara Absolutely in amazing. Princess Bride? Uh, no. 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 Inconceivable. Is that still one of your favorite movies? It's still my all-time favorite movie, okay. yeah. This guy would yep. show it literally every single year uh, <laughs> during finals. Like, he would be showing it today. I would be showing it right now, yep. Um, either that or 12 Angry Men, but that's second semester, right? That's second semester, yeah. <laughs> Was second right. semester you went dark side? It's true. It's okay. I don't nice. teach anymore. <laughs> it moved on up. <laughs> uh, do we have any more Christmas related topics? Any other? Um, I, I do want to throw out a bonus topic real quick, sure. and it's got to be Christmas music because mm. I just love oh, music. Yeah. So, so uh, favorite Christmas song must be that one. Wham. Last Christmas, oh. I gave you my heart. Yeah. Oh, gross. The one and only Christmas song. Wow. I don't know. Michael Bublé is always playing for some reason in my household when it comes to Christmas. And I, you can't just say Michael Bublé. It's got Michael Bublé. Um, I also like Blake, the Blake Shelton, A Very Merry Christmas album. That one's not bad. Anything off there. Uh, sure. Beardo is shaking his head in shame at us. Are you am, under, really are you an original are you an originalist? Like are you waiting for us to you know say the the little drummer no. boy or something? Oh wait, let, no, let, no, let no. me Absolutely. let me let me appease to Beardo for a second. So the ultimate Christmas song is Green Day's Xmas time of year. Oh yeah. I've only heard no, it no, once no. and that was a put on last year's Christmas podcast. That's the one time I've heard it. <laughs> All right, so tell us tell us your mastery of Christmas music, Beardo. All right, so um, my favorite Christmas song is "Oi to the World" by No Doubt. Hmm, absolutely amazing. The video is awesome as well. Um, but little known fact is they're not the original ones who sang it. It was originally sung by the Vandals a year earlier, and No Doubt remade it a year later. Um, and the No Doubt one's the one that everyone knows. So, but it's fantastic. 
What if I told you that the Mad Caddies have a Christmas song? I already know that, and I okay. love it. <laughs> yep, surfing for Christmas. Yep, <laughs> that's a good song too. Um, there's also a fantastic Christmas album by Bad Religion, so check that out. It's good stuff. What's the name of that album for our listeners who don't mm, use? Google? I would have to. It is literally Christmas songs by Bad Religion. Yep. Is there? <laughs> nice. Oh wow! It's yeah. pretty awesome. It's a great album. Probably my favorite Christmas album ever. It's actually not bad. Just wait. Okay, I'll give it. I'll give it a listen. You should give it a listen. Awesome. So, anything else, guys? Joe, do you want to throw another one in, or should we just go to football? Um. Maybe a quick poll. Um, is it atrocious to start decorating for Christmas prior to December first? I think I think once Thanksgiving is done, it's free game. So if you if your thing is to have Thanksgiving dinner, then like the next morning set up for Christmas. Who fucking cares? I just don't want to see Christmas stuff before Halloween has happened. Beardo? I mean, we should at least get a chance to celebrate Beardo's birthday before we start talking Christmas. True, I agree. Month, there's a whole completely. month in between. Yeah. Yep. Completely, completely agree. Uh, yeah, no, I'm in the same boat. Um, as soon as Thanksgiving is over, then decorate for Christmas. Because I absolutely hate decorating for Christmas, and one of the main reasons why I hate decorating for Christmas is the decorations are up for so little time. You put so much effort into decorating. It takes so long. And then you take them down shortly thereafter. So the longer they're up, the better. But I'm also a take the Christmas decorations down by New Year's. So Uh, Yeah, we're not that hardcore, but... I'd say... I'm all for the earlier, the better on setting up, just because if you are a family with uh, split custody of children sometimes you can get stuck in either the too early or too late with decorating so too early is better than too late but uh chit would tell us what he what i would say you know the disneyland rule right uh you know uh, in terms of taking down i think disney keeps uh keeps christmas up for a little while um a little while after uh, Christmas. I think they start decorating right after Halloween, though. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I, I don't think it has to be down before New Year's. That's a bit soon, but I mean, if I'd say, you know, for February and it's still up, then you have problems. But <laughs> I think it's funny seeing some people's trees out in the front uh, of their houses around like March ish. I'm like, <laughs> You just let that fire hazard stay in your house for the past three months while you haven't watered it once? (laughs) Well, but I also think that Christmas decorations up on the outside of your house is a redneck meter. The longer you leave those up, the more redneck you are. Speaking of trees, another pool, uh, artificial or real? Artificial. I prefer a Christmas bush outside my house that I never have to put up or take down. Okay. That's a new take on 
the, the Christmas bush. I was going to say lazy. I've tried but... to sell my wife on that for, I don't know, how long have we been together? 15 years. <laughs> Never once have I gotten it. Um, I I like having a real tree, but we went back to artificial a few years ago, and it's quite nice. You buy the tree, then you have it for a long time, and it doesn't make a mess. And it's The easiest decision for me was walking to a actual Christmas tree lot for the first time having to like being an adultish, I guess you could say. Is um, that two years and, ago? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And actually looking at how much those trees are and being like, mm, yeah, no, I'm good. Yeah. I mean, even the grocery store ones are like 40 bucks, 40, 50 bucks. And that's a great, and they're not, you know, some things are high quality. So, yeah. But it seemed like every time we went to get a tree, it was like, sprinkling outside and yeah all right so we had a nice little variety of christmas topics and that was pretty cool uh, so maybe i might just edit out all that stuff talk. at the beginning yeah <laughs> <laughs> not, not the dad stuff that, that stuff deserves a hand so uh, pivoting to football uh we did have a thursday night game that featured uh Chitwoods, Raiders, and Stashes, Chargers. And I'll, I'll just say, we were all wrong. We all picked Vegas to win. And Vegas, um, shit the bed, is that fair? Well, I mean, it's not entirely fair. I mean, Derek Kerr went down in the first quarter. Um, yeah, his his dick ruptured. Um, I don't know if you saw quite, that replay. literally, yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> He's, I mean... He just like straight up just dropped the ball. This, <laughs> oh my dick! <laughs> then just wobbles out of bounds. <laughs> ball goes flying. John Gruden wore the wrong hat in the first half. He had Oakland. That was good. I like that. He misses Oakland too. He should have just kept it on. I mean, honestly, who cares? Um, so that game's over and done with. So we just have three. So the first one that's coming up. This was originally the Sunday night game, but it got flexed out, um, which says a lot given who the two teams are. I'm letting you start, Beardo, because it is 49ers-Cowboys. Yeah, so I super hate the Cowboys. I've always hated them, and I don't know what makes me hate them, but I just do not like them. So 49ers, uh, we're going to go 130-0, to 49ers. Just to let you know, not that there was a prize for getting his exact score right. I'm pretty sure this won't be the one that hits, but you never know. <laughs> Any given Sunday, as they say. Um, okay, uh, Chitwood. Cowboys win 28 27. Yep. I love how you kept your. I mean, so we, we, well, I mean, anyone who listens weekly would know those who don't show up. Um, will send us their picks ahead of time. Chitwood did that, but then Chitwood showed up. So Chitwood actually stuck with the score I wrote down that he sent it earlier. Um, I'm going to also go Niners, not confidently, 21-17. Um, I'll give you Stash's score, but f- for the rest of the night, I'm just going to give you Stash's pick because the score is the same for all of his picks this week. <laughs> 28, uh, thir- was it uh, 31 to 28? 
for every <laughs> single game. Nah, no. His, he he went with his standard 21-20 for everything this week. Oh, that's right, 21 So he went Niners 21-20. Uh, Dodger went Niners 24-7. And Dirty Dan went Niners 23-20. Well, how is Stash doing in the standings? Because that could be helping him. Um, Consistency. <laughs> well, I mean, the score part really doesn't matter. But It really didn't help me. <laughs> him, him and I are tied for second place. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll give an update after week 16. That's just how my chart works out. So after week 16, I'll give a new update. Um, so next up, Chitwood, I'll go to you. Or no, I'll give Dodger a score first. Um, the next game is Philadelphia at Arizona. Dodger uh, apparently is loving him some Jalen Hurts. He has Eagles winning 27-23. How about you, Chitwood? What do you got? I have the Cardinals winning 17-14. And Dirty Dan has Cardinals 24-17. Um, Stash has Arizona. Beardo, what do you got? Um, I'm going to take Arizona as well. And I was going to say 24-17, but I'm not going to step on Dirty Dan's toes. <laughs> so I'll go. I'll bump it up a little bit. We'll make it 31-24. Okay. And I'm going to go Philadelphia, not because I believe in Jalen Hurts, but something just does not seem right with Arizona. Um, Remember early in the season, it seemed like they couldn't do anything wrong, and Kyler was like God's gift to quarterbacks, and something just seems off. I'm not sure if the league caught up to the offense or maybe Kyler's battling some sort of injury we don't know about. I'm not sure, but I'm going to go Eagles 21-18. And lastly, we have the new Sunday night game, the one that flexed out the Niners-Cowboys, surprisingly, because – uh, I don't think the Cowboys ever get flexed out of a prime pound spot, no matter how terrible they are. But we have Cleveland at Giants. Um, after that Monday night game, I'm pretty sure Cleveland's pretty pissed off. And while I don't think the Giants are as bad as their record might suggest, I don't think they are as good as Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland has a chance to pretty much wrap up a playoff spot if they can win. And I think they will. And I'm going to say Cleveland wins 31-17. And I will go to Beardo next. I'm going to go with the Browns as well, uh, simply because the Giants are terrible. Um, however, I mean, if the Browns could play themselves out of playoff spot, they might try. But I'll pick the Browns. Uh, we'll go... I don't know. I like 28 to 7. Okay. And then Stash had Cleveland. Dodger had Cleveland 20, uh, 34-23. Dirty Dan had Cleveland 30-13. to 13. And Chitwood, who do you have? Got Giants, 30-27. Okay. Chitwood and I have a question. being in last place. But go ahead, ask your question. Mm-hmm. My question is, if I hit on every single one of these picks – and you guys lose on every single one of your picks because th- I'm pretty sure You'll I will be in last place. I th- I'm pretty sure I went opposite of every single pick. 
Will I move up? So you have 29, correct? Um, to bring me to 32. You... 34, yeah, 32. Well, see, you picked Arizona, which Dirty Dan also picked. Mm. Um, you would tie Dirty Dan. Let's go. And you would pass Daughter. Let's go. Something to fight for. Be behind me and Stash. Something to fight for when my fantasy teams have all taken a shit. (laughs) Except for the Yahoo League, the the one league that I didn't have to pay for, uh, I'm doing well in. So that's good. That's how it happens. Um, I I have four (laughs) fantasy football teams, and one made the playoffs. It is what it is. I mean. I will say I have had a very good stretch of luck in one of my leagues. I won the last two years and I've been in the league for about six and I have made the playoffs every single year and it's a 12 team league. So um, consistency is good there. I just hope I'm not going back into the consistently bad category. So, but I do have a, championship belt that I will have to relinquish, unfortunately. Um, which means I will have Roger. to actually fucking pay more money to that league to have it shipped. And one of the guys <laughs> lives in Nebraska. So and he's gonna yeah, win it. Hey, if he fucking wins it, I'm gonna Well I hope it. I will say I will send it with a, a nice surprise along with it. Let's just say that. Well I hope he gets No, well, you're gonna send him some beer from things. Dime Breed. Yeah. No. I will be what a nice guy. I will be glitter bombing it and I will be dragging my nutsack across it because that's what he did when he sent it to me. So are you gonna take a picture of you dragging your nutsack over it and add that to the box? No, I might just, just send a picture. Happened. I just might send a picture of me changing Chase's shitty asshole on top of it before I send it <laughs> out to him. And then I will not be lysoling it before I send it off. <laughs> Wow. Well, that's going to wrap up our Christmas episode talking about (laughs) Chitwood's nutsack. Um, (laughs) I want to thank you guys for spending your Friday night with me doing this. Chitwood, it's great to see you. Uh, Congrats on the fatherhood. You're off to a great start. Um, It's going to be a memory every moment for now until forever. So. Um, congratulations to you and Mrs. Chitwood. And um, we're going to change things up. We're just going to simply say, you know what, from here up in the stash, uh, myself, Beardo, and Chitwood, and the rest of the staff, we wish you all a Merry Christmas. <laughs>